Welcome to the Ogletree Deacons podcast, a brief discussion of compelling legal issues and practical insights. Please note that the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be, nor should it be construed as legal advice. You can subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. Please enjoy the program. The Child Status Protection Act, or CSPA, has been a key piece of legislation in solving an age-old AOS problem. What happens when a dependent under 21 years old gets stuck in a lengthy green card process? Will he or she age out before a dependent green card application can be approved? The CSPA offers one possible solution, using a formula to calculate an adjusted age for the dependent, which may enable a dependent to remain eligible for green card approval despite actually being over the age of 21. With the recent retrogression of employment-based priority dates for the EB-2 and EB-3 India and mainland China categories, many dependents nearing or already over the age of 21 are wondering whether or not USCIS will eventually approve their green card applications. Thank you for joining us. Today we are discussing how to make sense of the CSPA, particularly in light of the recent retrogression of priority dates in the Department of State Visa Bulletin. This is the CSPA and AOS Retrogression Podcast with Ogletree Deacons. I'm Christina Kelly, and I'm an associate at Ogletree Deacons Boston office. Today, we are joined by Dan Morancy, a shareholder out of our Boston office. Dan, thank you for being here and for diving into the CSPA with us. Thanks, Christina. I'm happy to be here. The CSPA has a well-earned reputation for being one of the more confusing pieces of immigration legislation, so I think it would be best to start with the basics here. Could you go over the basic requirements of the CSPA? Sure. In order to benefit from the CSPA, a dependent must, one, have an immigrant petition or adjustment of status application pending on or after the CSPA effective date, August 6, 2002, two, have a calculated CSPA age under 21, three, remain unmarried, and four, have sought to acquire lawful permanent residents within one year of visa availability, absent extraordinary circumstances. Calculating this adjusted CSPA age for employment-based preference AOS applications is based on a mathematical formula. You have to take the dependent's age at time of visa availability, which is a fictitious legal age, and subtract from that the length of time that an I-140 immigrant petition was pending. The resulting age is the dependent's adjusted CSPA age. Let's talk a bit more about age at time of visa availability. According to the USCIS policy manual, a dependent must meet two conditions to determine his or her age at time of visa availability. One, the immigrant petition on which the AOS is based, such as an I-140 petition, must be approved. And two, the applicant's priority date must be current under the final action chart of the visa bulletin. Oftentimes, these events do not take place at the same time. What happens when a dependent meets one of the conditions, but not the other? Mm-hmm. So if a dependent doesn't meet both conditions at some point during the green card process, then it's not possible to calculate that dependent's age at the time of visa availability, because a visa has not been made available yet. In other words, both I-140 approval and the priority date becoming current under the final action dates chart in the visa bulletin must take place in order to calculate a CSPA age. In terms of when these events must occur, that depends on the particular scenario. 
if the I-140 is approved first and later the priority date becomes current under the final action chart, then the age at time of visa availability would be locked in as of the date the priority date becomes current. If the priority date becomes current first, and perhaps a few months later the I-140 is approved, but the priority date has already retrogressed, there is not clear guidance on how to proceed. Though an argument could be made that the age at visa availability would be calculated using the date on which the I-140 was approved. The guidance does not cover this scenario specifically. Interesting. So ultimately, the question becomes, do both of those conditions need to be present at the same time, or can they be present one after the other, right? And while the guidance is not clear on the issue, we do have some guidance from the USCIS policy manual. Could you speak a bit about that guidance? Yes. The policy manual notes that if a priority date becomes current under the final action dates chart, and the dependent's AOS application is filed before a retrogression takes place, then the CSPA age is locked in through final adjudication. Here, the subtext is that a retrogression would not negatively impact the calculation of the visa availability date as long as the AOS was filed appropriately while the priority date was current. Taking this one step further, the I-140 could arguably be approved after the priority date retrogresses, as long as at some point the priority date was current under the final action chart and the dependent AOS was pending at that time. Speaking of retrogression, that seems to be quite a topic of interest these days with a lot of individuals still waiting to hear back on a decision from an AOS petition filed in October or November 2020. We know that retrogression can seriously hamper any help that the CSPA would have provided to a dependent nearing the age of 21 and is specifically detrimental for those dependents whose AOSs were filed under the dates for filing chart and whose priority dates have never become current under the final action dates chart. With that said, is there anything our listeners may want to keep in mind in light of the recent retrogression? Absolutely. There are a few things to keep in mind here. First, for those with priority dates who have never become current under the final action dates chart, it is still possible to age out of a potential green card approval. There comes a point where mathematically the amount of time that an I-140 is pending will not ultimately allow for a dependent to ever have a calculated CSPA age under 21. In those scenarios, it may be helpful to start investigating other options for the dependent apart from the dependent AOS application. In other cases, it may be helpful, for example, to consider allowing an I-140 to remain pending in regular processing as opposed to attempting a premium upgrade to an I-140 petition simply to try to get as much time pending as possible to be subtracted from the age of visa availability. If an I-140 is pending for a long time, that amount of time is ultimately what is subtracted from the dependent's age to calculate the final CSPA age. There are a lot of different strategy considerations to take into account here. Many people have also tried submitting requests for interfiling or transferring the underlying basis of an AOS application, but this also would ostensibly impact CSPA calculations, correct? That's right. USCIS recently issued guidance on this issue in particular because CSPA calculations are made based on the I-140 petition that forms the basis of the AOS filing. With an interfiling or transfer of underlying basis request, an applicant is actually requesting to use an entirely new I-140 petition, typically under a new visa category. 
often moving from EB2 to EB3 or vice versa, to speed up processing of an AOS petition. For CSPA calculation purposes, the new I-140 contained in the interfiling request would be used to calculate not only the amount of time the I-140 petition was pending, but also to calculate the age at the time of visa availability. Whether or not this is a good decision in CSBA terms depends on whether or not the applicant's priority date would have become current under the final action dates chart. Whether or not the interfiling request was filed within one year of the visa becoming available under that particular new category to satisfy the sought to acquire requirement. With all of these different scenarios, hypotheticals always seem to be helpful. Would you like to go over some hypotheticals with me to calculate adjusted CSPA ages? Sure. Okay, here we go. In October 2020, an applicant's mother filed an I-140 and AOS application for herself and the applicant while her priority date was current under the dates for filing chart. The applicant was born on January 5th, 2000, and was 20 years old at the time her AOS application was filed. The I-140 petition was approved in October 2022, but the priority date has never been current under the final action dates chart. Are there any issues here? In this scenario, the applicant will not stand to benefit from an adjusted CSPA age. Here, the applicant's mother's priority date was never current under the final action dates chart, and therefore a visa was never made available to her. Even assuming that next month her priority date becomes current under the final action dates chart, her age at the time of visa availability would be 22 years and 10 months. Subtracting one year from this age, the time her mother's I-140 petition was pending, the applicant's adjusted CSPA age would still be over 21, and she would not be eligible for dependent AOS approval. In other words, no matter when the mother's priority date becomes current at this point, the applicant will have aged out of her eligibility for a green card as a dependent of her mother's AOS application in this particular situation. In similar cases where, where a parent's I-140 and AOS filing occurred simultaneously with a dependent nearing the age of 21, the I-140 has already been approved and the priority date has not become current under the final action dates chart since filing, individuals may want to start investigating other options for dependents. Okay, time for hypothetical two. In October 2020, applicant's father filed I-140 and AOS applications for himself and the applicant while his priority date was current under the dates for filing chart. The applicant was born on January 5th, 2000, so same details as the first scenario, and was 20 years old at the time his AOS application was filed. In October 2021, the father's Form I-140 petition was approved. And in November 2021, his priority date became current under the final action dates chart. In December 2021, the father's priority date retrogressed. What should be considered in this scenario? In this hypothetical, the applicant's date of visa availability would be based on the date on which his parents' I-140 was approved and priority date became current under the final action chart, November 2021. His age at that time would be 21 years and 10 months. The amount of of time his father's I-140 petition was pending is one year. Subtracting this pending time from his age at date of visa availability, the applicant's adjusted CSPA age is 20 years and 10 months. Therefore, he would be eligible for dependent AOS approval under the CSPA, despite the December 2021 retrogression. One more hypothetical for you. 
In October 2020, an applicant's father filed I-140 and AOS applications for himself and the applicant under the EB-3 category, despite having a PERM certified under the EB-2 category. At the time, his priority date was current under the EB-3 dates for filing chart, but not under the final action dates chart. The applicant was born on January 5th, 2000, and was 20 years old at the time her AOS application was filed. In October 2021, the I-140 petition was approved. In March 2022, the priority date became current under the EB-2 final action chart, and the applicant's father's employer filed an EB-2 upgrade I-140 petition with an inter-filing request that same month. The I-140 petition was approved in August 2022, and the priority date remained current under the final action dates chart until that time. What does this mean for the CSPA age calculation? Here we would calculate the date of visa availability based on the new I-140 submitted with the interfiling request, as this I-140 will serve as the underlying immigrant petition for the AOS application. The applicant's age at date of visa availability would be based on the date her father's I-140 petition is approved in August 2022. That means she would be 22 years and eight months old at the time the I-140 petition is approved, after her father's priority date becomes current under the final action chart. The I-140 petition would have been pending for five months. Subtracting five months from the age at time of visa availability would result in a CSPA age of 22 years and three months for the applicant, which means that she would not be eligible for dependent AOS approval under the CSPA. Thank you so much for talking us through those examples and for going over the impact of retrogression on CSPA analysis. Absolutely. I will note that there are many other scenarios that can impact CSPA adjusted age calculations. Thanks, Dan. Tune in next time for more immigration updates via our podcast program. Until then, stay safe and be well. Thank you for joining us on the Ogletree Deacons podcast. You can subscribe to our podcasts on Apple Podcasts or through your favorite podcast service. Please consider rating and reviewing so that we may continue to provide the content that covers your needs. And remember, the information in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as legal advice.